0: Everybody ready?
1: Yes. Hold on, I'm tater-dogging. Yep. Gross.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Creed's 18th entry. Hopefully, we're coming to the end of our journey, since I only have about a quarter of this journal left. We may have to swing by the Elliewick Watchtower to purchase a new book. And I doubt they have any in giant size. We managed to get reunited with feardosh
3: Feardos, You're back!
2: Ah. Uh,
4: I'm glad to have found you. We have problems. There was a... A party of... Tieflings heading north. Down the pathway that we came... Into this town with. Uh... They were
2: spiked, as the others were that we found. Since our location was possibly compromised, we backed up and headed north, back towards this swamp. I kind of have an idea of where to go, but...
4: I don't know how well we will be received.
3: Where are you thinking?
4: I just give Cena this look, and like...
3: Please don't say the lizards.
2: And as soon as you say that, I nod. <laughs> <laughs> on our way, we bumped into a welcome shite riding on an unwelcome shite.
3: Let's not attack straight Off. Let's see, let's see what it wants.
2: No, as soon as she says that,
0: this figure bursts out, hits the ground, and says, Good gracious, we meet again, fuck me! Oh,
3: my God! <laughs> uh,
1: you are so tall still! I immediately raise my javelin and look at everybody like, huh, eh? eh?
0: He kind of rotates to the side so that you can see behind him. And with little dangly feet sitting on his back, you see Nespos Boonback,
2: the pocket gnome.
3: <gasps> pocket gnome!
2: We worked out a peace treaty with the lizard folk at the bridge. The tower is no more.
3: It's no more, correct
5: we filled it with water you have done some
2: one, yeah, a great service and they let us make camp on a nearby hill that overlooks the road
0: and suddenly uh, all seemingly out of nowhere Mads hears a voice in his head and it says I finally found you Mads
1: this is the mountain speaking I need your help That is not how this works. Why have you never spoken to me before?
0: You feel your voice kind of just go out into the ether and disappear as if it was sent, and that's
2: it. And so I'm back to swatting at large clouds of swamp insects and constantly retuning my instruments in the humid air. Maybe Mad should have left me to die in the throne room. The road is long but the world is small One should never tread where the giant's feet may fall The road is long but the world is small Cause you can cross any man in the way when you're in
0: night falls and the day arrives it's the first day on this hilltop overlooking the road and one of the first things that happens that morning is you get another voice in your head, Bad.
5: and it says I only speak to true disciples and you've proven yourself worthy
1: so you are telling me that when I was trapped beneath that tree for three days without food. You did not decide that then was the right time to speak, but instead now.
0: Your message goes out.
1: Meds is uh, immediately going to go and uh, seek out Fear to, Nick Fear to face.
4: Yes, cousin, what is troubling you?
1: Someone has been communicating with my head, trying to convince me that they are the mountain. Pretty sure we did this last time. It happened again. We should discuss it a second time.
4: <laughs> um, I believe that this is the same person who is reaching out to me.
1: I do not trust them. Do not worry. I have been given all of the uh, assistance and information I knew I could count on so far. We have run into the group of mountain worshippers who fly on those winged creatures. They are bringing an army for us. And after all of that, the mountain decides to speak to me. He'll spit on the ground. I'll spit on the ground, too. Whatever it is, it is waiting quite a bit before it replies.
4: Yes, I too found that uh, that
1: strange.
0: Bogdano walks by you two, coming from out of the woods, and she spits on the ground too.
1: Good call. <laughs> and he'll like, like uh, kind of like uh, you know, motion like, yeah, good, good work there. Good morning.
6: Due to the constant plant growth spells that I've been doing all over this area, a little sprout starts to come up in that area. (laughs) (laughs) Who is going to take the first watch?
4: I think I will.
0: It would be easiest if we had a consistent schedule. You could be the morning watch. I can do that. I take care of mealtimes, so I should be the night watch.
3: I could take afternoon.
2: Well, I usually wake up late, so I'll take noon, I guess.
1: I will take whatever watch has not been taken, I suppose. Evening. Perfect. I will take that one, I guess.
0: So she kind of nods to you, Feardas, and she says, I've worked out the good spots where you can see through the groves down to the road. And she gestures towards kind of a large log that she's dragged over and placed for seating.
4: Thank you. That'll do nicely. Have we thought about what should happen should one of us see something? No. I know I mentioned before I can at least give us the ability to walk across the water. It will give us an advantage. But I think we should have... uh, Something a little bit more substantial in mind.
0: There should not be an alarm. Unless it is a silent alarm.
4: Um, An alarm is kind of out of my uh, abilities in the first place. I think visually is about as good as I can do.
0: We could stand something in the center of camp and run a line to the watch place, and if somebody is spotted, they pull the line, and the thing falls over.
3: I think that might be about as unobtrusive as we'll get.
0: We could also alert with descending stones. Yeah, she gets to work on uh, rigging up some sort of tall balancing act type structure that's enough it's not going to blow over in the wind, but at the tug of the line, it's going to topple this thing and all these leaves will fall and it, it's not going to make any noise. But visually, it will everyone in the camp, at least, will, will notice it.
4: So what time of day is it right now?
0: It's approaching noon.
4: I guess it's up to you, Fat Bard.
2: All right. Uh, I don't suppose it would be very wise to work on my music while I'm on watch.
3: No, I'm afraid
2: not. <laughs> he digs through
0: his pack and he pulls out some writing utensils and he says, Oh, gosh, I can work on lyrics. And he goes and trots over to the log. There you go.
3: Wait a look on the bright side.
0: <laughs> kind of. He's getting better at walking on his one leg, his false leg. Well, I'm sure that leg's pretty dope now. Yeah, he's kind of got this cool swagger that he can do with it where he kicks it out in front of him and then he. It's almost peg-leggy the way he walks on it, except it's got this kind of a in
6: motion. Does he look like the colonel from Dr. Strangelove? <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh,
0: early afternoon, Mads, when you hear... This journey
5: was admirable of you, but you were out of my range. I can speak to you, but I cannot see you.
1: What did you send me when I first came on this trip then?
0: Your message goes out. (laughs) Fucking carrier pigeon. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Mads, you're making about two shields a day, you said?
1: Yeah, give or take.
0: Okay. I think we established that you're probably up to like four fully completed ones now, because you were on the move for a large portion of it. Um, so you're going to knock out another two today. You'll probably be up to six.
1: I mean, we're getting close enough, you know what I mean? We need enough for every single giant to have a tower shield to hide behind, so... Okay.
0: Yeah, I think by the end of the day, you'll easily have six fine-finished
1: shields. I think that tomorrow I'll probably make two more, and that should be good.
0: Cool. And as everybody's going about their day, it's not until evening time when you hear... A rat... It was the best I could do with the time. Tell me where you are and I will send more aid.
1: When I first found myself upon the mountain, I fell. found myself trapped for a small moment. What did I break on that day?
0: Your message goes out. That day ends without incident Night falls The sun rises Falk You awake and it's your <laughs> turn for watch
3: <laughs> <Fear>
0: <laughs> said Falk
3: Fuck
4: No, feared <laughs> I'll
0: fix it in post Or I won't <laughs> As you are on watch And you hear the bustle of Plates and things and fire and stuff behind you as breakfast is being prepped. Rig the leader of the owl folk, approaches you and he sits on the log beside you. He kind of flutters up to it uh, since it's pretty large and um, he looks up at you and he says,
5: I have questions for you.
4: Um, yes, yeah, so I can answer any question that you may have
5: to the best of my ability when we left the first campsite we went to a location you had been to Uh, you had encountered the tieflings there
4: oh the crossroads
5: the place with the broken litter
4: oh okay now I'm catching on yes
5: what happened there
4: seems um Many days ago now, uh, memories are starting to fade, but I was trying to move around ambiguously in the form of a squirrel. I believe I spoke to Fial, and he told me to go south until I saw something, and their traveling group was what I saw.
5: And then, what happened?
4: There were eruptions of the pyres of stone. And,
5: uh, they were all killed. Struck down right in front of me. This is what I thought I heard. It is very concerning. The stone, this is the work of Donadus. We have no awareness that Fjol can create this stone. He is just a man. Very powerful. Learning new spells and... Always striving for more power. If he can do this, he is a very powerful adversary.
4: Yes. Is it possible that Dunedith actually did do this? that Fjall sent me along the way to see the traveling party maybe hoping that I'd get killed
5: by them and then Dunedis spared me If Dunedis had left his mountain which he does not do it is out of his range I see If Fjall knows this power I do believe It would require a great amount of exertion on his part. And it may be he can only do it once before he needs to recover. But if he can do this, he could kill us all. Yes, I suppose so. You are very fortunate that you disowned him and closed your will to him. That is how he sees through worshippers' eyes.
4: I have reason to believe that he's contacting my cousin Mads. I have told him to close himself off to the voice
5: as well. Your cousin Mads, he seems very devoted to the god Dunedis, as are we. Donadus is a great ally.
4: I only wish that I had been exposed to the real mountain god earlier. But apparently this was another thing that I was led astray on
5: when I was brought up. Hmm. It is best that we be wary of his worshippers if he knows the spell that creates the storm
4: this is a very confusing time for me you must understand the same circle that taught me of, of Fjall they also taught me of your god Akadi.
5: Akadi has not had dealings with Fjall in years whatever he has been doing we only know where he was in the past he may be very powerful now are there
4: any of the other gods that I should know of that are darkly aligned
5: none in the region Uh, but we do not understand what the tieflings have gained access to from your stories it sounds as though it is dark indeed dealings with the dead usually are mm. now if you'll excuse me i need to feed my great owl and he pulls a rat out of his pack
0: and he hops off the log and he starts going and uh, you can see the big owl open up his mouth like uh like a baby bird and he starts hopping up and down and this Poor rat goes flying through the air Head over heels and then it gets Snapped up in this Giant beak and Gulp down. Good
3: for that owl
0: <laughs> And almost <laughs> immediately There is a Pulse of wind that Emanates from the great owl And brushes through past all your hair And your clothing and through the trees And out into the distance in all Directions
4: oh, Here we go again
0: And you would all assume that they sent messengers back to their home place to get recruits, so now that you've moved, they need to signal where they are now,
6: relocate them. Yeah, I'm going to uh, sort of meditate on the uh, information that I was given and, um, and keep my watch.
0: Mads has finished the last two shields of his collection. Sina, have you been doing anything at all?
3: cena has been using her alchemist kit to just crank out alchemist fire and uh, it says I can do it once per long rest but since I'm not doing anything else, would it be possible for me to make two vials instead of one?
0: Um, yeah I don't see why not. Especially since you're doing one right after another and I think that you're gaining the muscle memory and you've got tools and bulk, or supplies in bulk, and it's just kind of, like, turning into a whole operation at this point. You're a little giant-sized factory.
3: <laughs> so she's just basically sitting there with a chemistry kit essentially, and her goggles over her face like, uh, every so often just, like, I'd imagine just pushing back the gnomes while she's doing it. Like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that you're so into your work that it's almost as if you get this sort of tunnel vision, and you're startled when suddenly a plate is set down beside you as Bogdana gives you the the food for the evening. Ah,
3: uh, ah, uh, th- uh, takes the goggles off. Hel- Hello, Bogdana. Thank you.
0: You're hard at work.
3: Uh-huh. So are you.
5: What will we do with this?
3: So, basically, what I was thinking is, is that we can either throw it, or if we can just, like, pour it on somebody, or maybe even coat rocks or something with it to throw. It's alchemist fire is very sticky, so they have to, like, they have to actually take time to wipe it off. It doesn't just go away.
0: Sticky fire.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I only just learned this recently. They probably shouldn't have let me in the pyrotechnics class.
0: Remind me not to get on your bad side
3: I don't think you could get on my bad side
0: (laughs) You'd better eat this before it gets cold Or you will have to warm it up with your sticky fire
3: (laughs) I will, and she'll like take off her gloves and start eating
0: You feel a hand on your shoulder as she stands up And then she walks back to the campfire The night falls and the sun rises But this time you don't see it, because it is completely shrouded by an overcast sky, and day three begins to rain. And it rains hard. And it's fortunate that you are all, one, giants, but also up on a hill. And all this this water begins going down in streams and possibly even... ...falls and rivers towards the, the area below and the road below, and you see the marshes to the left and to the right and towards the bridge start to fill up through the course of this day, and they even begin to flood
2: in some places over the pathway. First I was complaining because it's too hot, and now I feel like complaining because it's too wet.
3: You might want to watch for your leg. I didn't treat it for water resistance.
2: And I can't even play my instruments on watch and now I can't play them during the rain either. And he's basically found covered them in leaves to tarp them up.
1: You do not have any sort of waterproof case for them.
2: I didn't think we'd need it. Normally I just sling it over my shoulder
3: and... You went on a long journey through a place of varying climates and didn't think that you might need to protect your instruments from the rain? Like, ever?
1: Cena. we have spent way too much time pointing out the stupidity and folly of the fat Bob. I do believe the fat Bob knows that he is stupid at this point. We don't need to point it out further.
3: (laughs) It's just, it's worth asking questions. It's just like, you know, some people don't make leaps in logic.
2: You know, this journey and the diet therein has been rather slimming on me, and uh, I just think that maybe... um, I don't know if this title needs to stay forever... Fat bard.
1: Mads is going to pull up his shirt and show him just a shredded fucking stomach and say, In comparison to me, you are still fat bard, and he'll pull down his shirt.
0: <laughs> that sufficiently shuts him up.
3: It's okay, fat bard. <laughs> She'll pat him on the head. <laughs> pat him on the belly, it's more insulting.
0: mads you uh you take note that there is no voice in your head this entire day
1: i'm going to go over to the owl people to rickrag rickrag yeah Hello, hello
0: they are not outsiders necessarily but they do kind of have their own conversations and they just kind of stay to one side of the camp for the most part, so it's not like they're far. But
1: has the mountain ever spoken to
5: you before? Donatus conducts his affairs with
1: Arcady, not his servants. So, well, you are telling me that there would be no reason for anyone other than an imposter to contact me?
5: I have. Personally never been in range of Donadis' mountain for him to speak with me. Apparently I am within range now. Your cousin does not believe this was Donadis speaking to do you. I also do not believe
1: it was. Tell me what did he say? That he would need my help. I was told that he sent me a rat as a boon, which is true. Uh, Mostly, he has been very cryptic. He wants to know my location.
5: Mm. Did your cousin... He points to Firdas. Did he see this rat? He did. And when was this? Before you arrived at Skazicus?
1: Yes, we got it. During the beginning of my journey, I was given a letter that said I would be out of range. But I was given that letter long before we gained this much ground, as far as I can recall.
5: If your cousin saw the rat at that time, sure saw the rat as well. He wants to know your location because your cousin closed off his eyes.
1: Um, I'm going to move Rick Rack, like, as far away from the camp as we possibly can before uh, Matt will speak further. He'll follow you. He'll say, uh, I asked this deity. What happened to me the first day I found myself on his mountain? I have gotten fairly regular replies, but not to this question.
5: There is no way he could know me. You have bested him. That was wise.
1: I just know that the mountain has never once spoken to me, no matter how dire my situation. Why would it start now?
5: this from what I understand, he rewards his servants with gifts.
1: So the rat might have actually been from him. But the words are not, is what you are saying. He nods, but roll a,
0: a history with advantage. Or, uh, maybe not a history, maybe it's just...
1: Well, 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 what would
0: you do to remember something? Because that's not necessarily history, that's like this general... You
1: could do straight intelligence, or you could do history, since it is based off of intelligence. kind of up to you, man. I'm not gonna argue either way.
0: I feel like history should be if you're learned of history, like... Um... Give me a general intelligence
1: roll. Okay. You said with advantage, correct? Correct. Uh, 17.
0: Him mentioning gifts immediately brings to mind that on Elevator Mountain, a man—a figure of a man—appeared and presented you with three potion vials with your name
1: on them. I am going to show that to the owl guy.
0: He looks at them kind of blankly at first and says,
1: mm, "And these are? I was given them by a strange man who I had never met before, while I was on Dunidus's mountain."
5: How long have you been in service to
1: the mountain? Uh, I went first upon the mountain when I was number 32. I am 98.
5: This is a long, long time. Yes. I would believe that this is indeed A gift from... Dormidus.
1: I agree with you. I worry about saying things near Theodos. For perhaps he may be corrupted not knowingly, but still...
5: Your cousin says he closed off his will to the southern mountain god. And then he began speaking to you, asking for your location.
1: This is a very valid point.
5: He cannot see us, but we must be wary of Fjall's worshippers. Especially because he knows how to create stone.
1: I will drink all of their blood. You have my word on this.
0: He nods to you with a deep, respectful nod, almost borderline bowing, and then he says,
5: It is my honor, Mads, that we are now
1: allies. Mads will also bow in return.
0: He doesn't really give any closing statements or anything. He just kind of turns at a 90-degree angle, almost like a, a, a patrolling guard on his heels and he begins walking back towards camp does anybody want to do anything before day three closes
3: uh Sina's gonna keep uh well I'd imagine like her alchemist fire takes a little bit to like cure or like do something before she can actually finish it in those little breaks she's uh putting together some ramshackle little raccoon looking body with little bits and pieces that she finds of wood and sticks and stuff (laughs)
0: <laughs> and you would probably have some metal scraps left over from uh, Mad's project mm-hmm. Have you sheltered yourself from the rain at all? Do you need
6: that for the fire? It's pretty wet out here
3: Yeah, she would have like, put herself under some trees.
6: So the trees, as per my spell, are pretty
1: thick Okay How many C's would you say?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> A lot um. R. Seven C's.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry.
0: You're not into pot brownies again, are you?
3: No, that's just the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've heard all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep
6: going. <laughs> um, Beardas, what are you doing? I'm going to uh. Approach the- my fellow camp members and, um, say,
4: I've thought of something. Perhaps we should at least at some point send, um, a scout southward. It might give us a little bit of an advantage in, uh, knowing how their preparations are going.
2: Well, if you want a scout,
0: I could go back down and hop on board the Pussy Man again. We make great time.
6: So, has that thing been staying with us? Like, how would
0: he know where the... The last episode, Cena gave him a dagger and said, guard this. And he just stayed there as you left. (laughs) So this is Pocket Gnomes assuming that he's
6: still there.
4: (laughs) I, I suppose that that will do. Also... I have the ability to change shape and I can go without alerting anyone as well.
0: Alright, well, suit yourself. Whatever you want to do. Doesn't matter to me. i just been twiddling my thumbs here. I
1: think perhaps it might be best to get everyone's opinion on it. I do not care what you do, Fiernos. Feel free.
6: <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I guess. What time of day is it? It's approaching the, the evening. And it's still raining. Yeah, it, like, how close to evening? Because, like, it's going to take time to get down there. I don't want to get trapped out there after dark or anything. By in-real-life standards, it's probably about 4 o'clock. And what time of year is it? Like, how how late is sunset usually? Uh, It's currently, I think I said, uh, springtime. Okay, so it's still... Probably around like seven o'clock is when it would it's it yeah, when, um,
0: when I if I remember correctly, when you guys left your home your home world it was uh like coming out of winter, so it was early spring, so
6: and you've spent probably about at least a month on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh Ferdos will will go in just regular giant form and uh go for a walk south and and stuff. Like he'll he'll make his way over to the um to the road and then start heading south on the road.
0: And if you want to, you can still maintain cover of trees and stuff as best as you can.
6: Yeah, once I get to where, like, um, you know, I'm out of what we've already been able to, to see, I'll start, like, being a little bit more stealthy. But um, one of the things that I want to do during my walk is I want to look for, like, anything metal, like, along the way, like, if any travelers have, uh, you know, dropped any parts or anything like that and collect them to bring back to Sina. Alright, you set off, and, um,
0: as I've mentioned, this place is, like, the marshes have been flooding and stuff, so even the high roads, high-ish, some places they've been flooded, and, uh, the ground below you is getting even more soft than usual, and you're leaving huge fucking footprints. You cool with that?
6: (laughs) Um, well, um... Oh, you're using Water Walk, aren't you? Yeah, I would have cast block if I found myself doing that. Okay. And then,
0: I think before night actually falls, Firdaus, as you're walking along down the road, <laughs> you uh, you you go probably a few miles, and then you hear, Good gracious, we meet again, fuck me!
5: Hello,
4: um, you just peeing all of yourself. <laughs> um, are you doing good uh, taking care of that dagger I have
0: not left its side for the beautiful Sineur when she returns I will present it to her and she will know that I am faithful and she will take me as her groom and we will live forever
4: and I will sleep next to her bosom good luck with that <laughs> Tell- <laughs> Tell you what, if you'd like, uh, like another task that might put you in better favor with uh, with the rest of us, um,
5: for a sinner, I would do anything.
4: Good. Um, perhaps look around the area and any areas that you think you might find um, small pieces of metal, gears of any kind, and take them to the camp, not into the camp. I cannot stress this enough. Leave them just outside the camp and then go away. But just keep bringing them there. For this special mission. I will need my
0: man sack and my pussy sack. and They shall be emptied and nobody will get their packages. And he uh, immediately dumps all the mail out of his mail bags. Very good. Whatever you need to do. I have taken an oath to trek through snow and sleet and hail to deliver these packages. But for Sina, I will instead bundle up with scraps and metal!
4: Okay, just remember, you don't go into the camp. You leave them outside the camp. That's... it.
5: Make sure
0: that you tell her how faithful I am. I will be sure to... Mm mhm. You can see him. <laughs> he hops to it, and he immediately uh, he he kind of pounces as
6: cats do, and dashes off down the road. Yeah, and so now that he's like sort of uh, now that I've crowdsourced that that mission, there, um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna continue. Like you said, it's getting close to to sundown now.
0: By the time you see him, uh, the sun would be already below all the tree line and everything. Alright, so, um, not pitch black, but definitely dark blue skies, and the rain is starting to turn to a drizzle out th- at this point.
3: Brian, I won't use your rim cage as a harpsichord. <laughs> 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 like, do <to> not even.
6: <laughs> so, uh, while I'm, uh, here, like, um, like, how, how let's see. How wide is this road? Uh, As giants, you could walk single file on this road. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if it's difficult to pass anywhere but the road, at this point, I'm going to, um, like, chill out for an hour and, um, cast that, uh, plant growth spell here to where it grows, like, incredibly thick, like, right in the middle of the road and makes it, like, borderline impassable. So, um... You know, kind of stave in off any quick movement through this area. Oh. Okay. And then after I'm done with that, and it's gotten plenty dark, uh, I'm gonna start making my way back to the to the camp. Probably a little bit quicker, so I have time to get back and, and rest well before my um, morning um, watch duty. Um, give me a perception with advantage. All right. <laughs> so 12 post 16 you get to the where the
0: road bends and you're about to go back up the hill towards camp and you notice something coming along the road from the direction of the bridge and the, as it starts to get a
6: little closer you can see that it's a wolf I am going to turn into the, the giant elk And um, I'm going to sniff the air to see if this uh, this wolf smells like an actual wolf, or if it's uh, something that has like changed to take the form of a wolf.
0: Uh, give me survival advantage.
6: All right, that is a 17 plus survival, which is seven. So, yeah, 24. It's a giant. Um, I was going to if it you know, was an actual wolf or something else, I was going to run, but instead I'm going to trepidatiously close the distance with it and then like when I'm like in engagement sort of distance I'm going to slow down to a a slow walk and assume that they can smell me too and, and realize that I am who I am.
0: Uh yes. It starts to draw near you, and it has obviously no problem seeing you transform back into a giant. And then it does so as well. And standing before you, you see... Ivar. My friend. He, He runs towards you. And, uh... As soon as he gets within almost handshake distance... You see him start to slow down, and he says, Firdos, I thought I would never find you.
6: And he throws his arms around you. Yeah, I I kind of um, just let him hug me for a second with my arms down to my side, and I'm just kind of in shock. And then eventually, yeah, I I hug him back.
0: It seems the last time I saw you was in the darling skeg when I gave you the box of whiskey.
4: It was. It served served me well one day. Uh, As a a story for for another time. Um,
0: What are you doing
4: here? I can ask you the same thing. I told you I was leaving. And you, you didn't come. What made you leave now?
0: But where are we? Why are you out here by yourself? So south of our...
4: I don't understand, Fyodos. I guess I've always been bad at explaining. I'm... I'm sorry. I do not think I will ever be going back there.
0: (laughs) What? But I was sent by Una.
4: You are supposed to come back with me.
6: My blood runs cold when he says that.
4: You've always been my greatest friend. That's what makes this all so hard. I can no longer trust yes. Una or the rest of the Circle. They've, they've been lying to us. I tried to tell you back home. Did
5: you have
0: accurate information, Pheados?
4: Uh, come with me to the, to the camp. We can talk. we will be safer there.
0: He's going to just follow you, as he starts to, as he tries to catch his breath.
4: Uh,
0: yeah, Mad Cena, everybody at the camp, uh, <laughs> Feardos bursts through the foliage with another giant, and um, Mads, you're probably between shifts at this point since it's supper time, so you hadn't quite been on your watch yet, but yeah, they burst through the foliage. Uh,
4: okay. Do not be frightened. This is Ivar. He's a close friend of mine, much like a brother.
1: Are you implying that I could have possibly been frightened?
4: (laughs) This is my cousin Mads, and he's telling the truth. You cannot frighten him. It is a great honor to meet your cousins. I... I didn't know you had family. Yes, um, um, yes, come, come, this is, this is my other cousin, Sina. It is a pleasure. I didn't realize Fyrdos had cousins.
0: Most of the people who join the Druid Circle are loners,
4: or, or orphans, as I am. So that is one of the more complicated things I would like to tell you. Do not think you are an orphan. What? I think many of us were taken.
0: Taken? You're saying I might have a mother and a father. That is. <laughs> that is. Where are you getting your information?
4: It started as a feeling, and then, I think some nights I would, when we were supposed to be bedded down sneak off um, I learned my ability to transform very quickly I would stay up and listen to things and even in the day sometimes they would let their their speech slip saying sort of guarded things speaking in double I think that this
0: sneaking off has not done you any favors fear dos. you know that Connections to the outside world, they hinder people's devotion to the Circle. And now I see you encamped with friends.
4: I I told Una I would bring you back with me. Yes, I... I actually got word from some friends in a town that you went through that you were on your way.
0: Yes, the
4: Watchtower.
0: They told me you were there.
4: Well... Actually, what I just said was not completely true. It was not a friend that warned me. There's so much going on right now. It's a very, very complicated time. If I hadn't left the circle, we would not be in the position that we are in. We may be able to stop a war that has been brewing. A war? There has not been a war in years, Fiatos.
6: I reach up, and I grab him on both shoulders and look directly in his eyes.
4: Ivar, there will be, and we seek to stop it. I have
0: a message for you. It is from Una. She wasn't sure that I would ever find you, but I assured her. And thank Fjall, here you are! He reaches into his coat, and he pulls out a large paper and hands it towards you. I start to read it. You take the paper from him, and as soon as you unfold it, there's a sound of a splurt of meat. And when you look up from the paper, your buddy Ivar is sitting there with a magical arrow in his neck.
6: <coughs> I instantly drop the the paper to the ground and, and run and grab
0: him. He falls limply into your arms and he's struggling to
1: just breathe and he's... <gasps> <gasps> Ivar, no! <gasps>
3: Spare the dying. Spare the dying.
1: Uh, actually, instead, I'm going to lay on hands of him and just give him, Um, let's see... Oh, 60 points of healing. As Mads does that, he will look up at the forest around him and he will say, Anyone! who has decided that they will take a life before I have decided it is necessary, will die this day! And he will just tear out this fucking thing as his other hand just heals the gaping wound that is left behind from it.
0: Uh, as you're saying that, you place your hand down to heal the wound and you look over at the owl folk and the leader, Rigrack, is... Uh standing there with a bow in his hand and he looks exhausted he's struggling to catch his breath and his hands are almost on his knees and he looks up at you and he says
5: this is a worshiper of you he has given us away Yol's eyes are here and he could kill us if he knows How to create the stone?
1: Let him do it then. I am not afraid. The
0: owl folk nods and he immediately takes to flight as all the other owls do with him. And they get uh, as far off the ground as they can
1: before they just leave the campsite. Mads is going to start slamming his fists into the ground as hard as he possibly can screaming for Fial Do it! If you are watching, do it!
0: You get a message in your head all of a sudden, and it says, There is no
1: longer
5: a need. You are not useful to me.
1: I am going to rip your head from your fucking torso!
0: Your message goes out. time to die podcast network you know the drill if you're enjoying the show we would be honored to have your support patreon.com time to die rpg for pledging monthly ko-fi.com time to die rpg for giving us one-time payments as a gift so nerdware.com time to die using time to die at the checkout for 10 percent off your entire purchase to support us with our merchandise we're on twitter and instagram at time to die rpg Tim Demuse, who plays Mads, is on Twitter at IdaGrabYourGun. Chris Riley, who plays Feardos, is on Twitter at that's PeepyCrasta. That's P E E P Y C R A S T A. Aubrey Gray, who plays Cena, is on Twitter at Aubrey Gray one That's A U B R E E G R A Y, and the number one. I, Brian Bridges, the GM of this campaign, am on Twitter at ManlyBrian. You can also come hang out with us in our Discord server. Links are in the episode description, or you can find all of these and all of our content at timetodierpg.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.